Alright, welcome to the beautiful game Euro 16 podcast. My name is Matthew Marshall coming at you from Amsterdam. Very first beautiful game podcast I'm doing in the right time zone. And very pleased to be joined by Susie Campanale from Football Italia. Susie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. All right, let's get straight into Italy, Susie. And let's talk about their opponents, Group E. We've got Belgium, Republic of Ireland and Sweden. Belgium uh, fancied for this tournament, but Ireland won't be a pushover. And obviously Sweden have the Ibrahimovic factor. They do. Unfortunately, Sweden have pretty much only the Ibrahimovic factor. And that's about the extent of it. There is some young talent in there, but as a unit, I'm not entirely convinced they're that threatening. We'll see what they manage to do. Ireland are surprisingly difficult to beat. Um, They don't particularly bother attacking at any point, and yet that manages to get them through anyway. Uh, But Belgium, I mean, pound per pound, they have the most talented squad, possibly other than France, in the Euros. But we've said that before about Belgium, and do they play as a team? That's what we really need to see. Yeah, I think they underperformed in uh, in Brazil, Susie, Belgium. But if we go back to Italy, they've got some recent history in major tournaments. Of course, runners-up losing out to Spain in the last Euro Championships, losing out to France in 2000, and of course winning that World Cup in Germany in 2006. But the last World Cup, Susie, was a nightmare. Beating England in the first game 2-1, but then 2-1-0 losses to Costa Rica and Uruguay sending them home early. Traditionally, if Italy win the first game in a major tournament, they're probably going out early. That tends to be the way they do things. So I wouldn't get too worried if they don't beat Belgium, because uh, Belgium, of all people, as well, to start the tournament, that is a tricky one. It's entirely possible that they will win against Belgium and then collapse against Sweden and the Republic of Ireland, because that is the kind of thing Italy do, as any good Azzurri fan will tell you. Italy have only ever actually won the Euros once, and that was in 1968, which, strangely enough, was before they invented penalty shootouts, and so they won the semi-final on a coin toss. It was because of that that people invented penalty shootouts, because they thought, this is ridiculous, you can't win a tournament on a coin toss. They, they don't have generally a good history. Most of their history with the Euros involves horrible, painful finals, uh, losing Euro 2000 in, um, in the last... 10 seconds of the game, they equalised and then they went out to the golden goal. The one time it was actually used, the golden goal. Well, we'll look out for the collapse, Susie, then if they if they win the first game. It'll be interesting to see. Let's talk about uh, Conte's squad and, and, and how he's formulated this squad. I guess um, it really stands out with the with the solid back line, with the, with the Juventus connection there. But what do you make of the squad as a whole, Susie? It's not good. And no matter what Conte says about injuries, okay, Marco Verratti's injured, Claudio Marchisio's injured, he keeps saying that there are no good Italian players out there to choose from. There are. Sassuolo finished sixth in Serie A with a squad with only three foreign players in it, and he did not bring a single Sassuolo player. That's not right. Something's going on there. He is so focused on having his own type of player that he is ignoring perfectly talented ones and trying to squash them into his system. During the the tournament uh, qualifiers, he did try to experiment with different systems and 4-3-3 and all this, but then he abandoned everything in order to stick to the old 3-5-2 again because the only solid base he's got is that Juventus defence. 
this is an issue, especially as Chiellini has spent half of the season injured. He is constantly recovering and then getting injured again. He's relapsing all the time with these muscular problems, usually the calf muscle. Bonucci has played non-stop the entire season, so he's due an injury at some point. Uh, Barzagli's 35. I mean, it's it's a really dubious thing to build on if that's all you've got is that defence. The midfield is a serious problem. And the attack, let's not even go there. Yeah, Verratti's a huge loss, no doubt. Susie Marchisio, Montalivo also. What do you make of this decision by Conte to leave uh, Pirlo and Giovinco out of the squad purely because they play in Major League Soccer? Pirlo I can understand because he is getting on a bit and he has not exactly been great in MLS. Even there, he has struggled. Um, Jovinko is fairly inexplicable. He should at least have been called up for one of the pre-tournament test runs because Conte had several different uh, training camp sessions with various players who he might or might not have called. And to see Jovinko not even in one of those when there's such a dearth of talent in attack is it's inexplicable. It is just because they're in MLS. There's no other reason. Yeah, I thought it was a strange one, you know, to sort of disrespect the, the competition like that and, and just disregard Giovinco's form. I mean, he's just, you know, regardless of the opposition, he's been scoring so many goals and setting up so many goals. Even as an option off the bench, you thought he might have been worthwhile, you know, in the squad. If I look for positives in this chances in, in France, Susie, I guess I look a little bit to that recent history and making a couple of finals, 2006 World Cups, still kind of significant. But apart from that real big Juventus block of Buffon, Chiellini, Bonucci and Bazzagli, which you've just said, you know, you've, you've raised a few doubts on, um, I'm really struggling to find any positives with, with Italy at all. Everybody is. There is a distinct lack of enthusiasm around this entire tournament. People do not expect anything from Italy at all. Traditionally, that's usually when they do well. As Buffon said, he said, um, because nobody expects anything from us, we're really eager to get going and to prove people wrong, to prove we can do it. Because nobody has the slightest, slightest inclination that they will get to the final. If they get past the group stage, it'll be a success. Yeah, it's certainly interesting. I think if they can get that that back three and and, and Buffon to to, to work and, and to be as... Stingy is conceding goals as they as they do in club level, then Italy are, can you know can go a long way in this tournament. Just nick a goal here and there. Um, I guess if we look at some positives, maybe Bernadeschi. I remember talking about him with you a couple of years ago, um, and his career is certainly on the right track. It is. So is Insigne, but unfortunately, neither of them look like they're going to be in the starting eleven at any point. You don't think they might come off it? the bench? No. They might come off the bench, but that's about it. Yes. I would choose Insigne and uh, either Zadza or Immobile. I'll tell you why Immobile, because um, he hasn't played all that much this season and therefore is very fresh. But above all, he used to play with Insigne at Pescara and as Denek Zeman when they were in Serie B. And that's where their career skyrocketed because they scored an absolute ton of goals. So they know each other very well. They know each other from under-21s. They can do a job, those two. And at least they already have that rapport. Whereas the others, they they basically just met in the last few weeks. It'll take a while for them to really gel. To the side as a whole, apart from the Juventus block there, just, just looks like a, a mishmash of players from all over the joint. Yeah, there's, there's really no club links there at isn't. all. 
Uh, and they've only had a few weeks to work together. Conte keeps complaining he hasn't had time to work with the team. Well, then try to bring players who know each other at least. But he hasn't done that at all. At least yeah. El Sharawi's there, who seems to be uh, putting a lock on, on the left wing-back role. Because he is going to... he is on such good form. With Roma, he has been spectacular. And he can basically make it more of a trident because he pushes up so much. He's very hard-working, so and cover the whole flank. He's going to do a great job, I think. Okay. Well, there's some positives for Italy fans. There's, there's got to be some out there. Look, as I said, I, th I think they can do well if they can can uh, can keep a, a lot of clean sheets. I mean, that's the same for every team. But I think particularly in this case with Italy in this tournament. Let's look to the route to the final, Susie. It's not easy either way. If they win Group E, um, they'll probably come up against Germany and then France in the semi-finals and then have to get through maybe Spain in the final. So that's difficult. If they finish runner-up in E, they got maybe Portugal round of 16, England quarter-finals, Spain semi-final, and then the France-Germany final. So, I mean, they can get through third, but that would put them in an even worse situation, you'd imagine. So um, It's actually better to come through second, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. I mean, if when you look at the... the the situation with how teams are going to go regarding if they win the group or not. I mean, there's a big difference between good and bad for most teams. But with this Italy one, it's pretty much, there's not much difference. <laughs> They're going to be... Well, happy, I think you know, facing England and facing France are two very different prospects. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. They're, some of their recent friendlies haven't been too encouraging, losing 3-1 to Belgium and 4-1 to Germany. So um, we'll have to see what happens. But Susie, best case scenario, Italy. I don't think we're, either of us think they can really win it but best case scenario uh if they reach the quarters that'll be i'll be impressed okay that low <laughs> yeah <laughs> as i said they don't tend to do very well in the euros okay set the bar low and overachieve is the way to go yeah that's okay. the italian way the italian way okay susie well it's been great talking to you we'll see how they go in that first game and then we'll, we'll, we'll catch up and uh, we'll check in and see how they're going uh, in the group stage. Enjoy the games. Thanks. Hopefully they will make us eat our words.